Hey, whatever. You are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Niara Jasmine, and this is episode 20, Ask Me. Hi, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of the Growing Gardenias podcast. Happy Pride. Today's shout out Sunday goes to people in the LGBTQIA plus community. Love is love. Keep doing your thing. Keep being unapologetically yourself. You are popping. And even for the ones who have harder times than others, whether it be due to society or family or friends or just lack of support, just know that your courage is really respected and you are making a way for other people to be comfortable in their skin and be comfortable with themselves. And that's dope. So keep doing your thing, guys. You have my support always 100%. So yeah, let's get into today's episode. So tonight's episode, as you can see by the title, is called Ask Me. It's not going to be your typical episode where I'm discussing a topic. It's more so I have been mentioning this Ask Me idea and I've been playing around with it, but I haven't actually done it. So I wanted to try it out and just see how you guys are feeling this. So I would love some feedback. Like, just let me know if you're feeling it, if you're not feeling it. I like to be interactive with you guys because at the end of the day, you're the listener. So I want to please you guys. So let me know what you think about this little ask me session or whatever. Some people have sent me some questions, so I'm just going to answer them. It's really not that many. Um, It's like four or five. So I'm just going to kind of talk. And yeah, I don't really have anything written down today. This is kind of just super go with the flow. So question one is how do you deal with post breakup pain? And that is a great question because we've all been through a breakup. We all have had to deal with that pain. So what I would say is I feel like there's stages to dealing with post breakup pain. I feel like at first you're kind of, well, just speaking from, from myself, I feel like at first I was like in denial. And then when I realized like, oh shit, we're really not together anymore. It kind of hit me in stages, the pain, but from what I remember, the way that I dealt with it, I am a big crier. So I was crying. Anytime I felt like I needed to cry, I was crying. I did not hold back because it's like, I'm not doing anything for myself by bottling anything up. So it's like, let out your feelings, obviously, duh. Like, don't feel like you have to put on a strong fate because you don't. Like, nobody expects you to be content or to be fine after a breakup and if you are kudos to you but most people are not so definitely I would say let out your feelings at any time whenever you need to let them out let them out doesn't matter where you are who you're with you gotta let out your feelings you do that so next I would say don't be in contact with your ex like especially when you guys just break up, the wound is still fresh. It's still fresh. So you can't be in contact with the person that hurt you or with the situation that hurt you. That just doesn't make any sense. It's like you're just cutting yourself deeper and deeper. It's not like you guys have any intentions of getting back together. And even if you do, you're not together at the moment. So it doesn't really matter. But by you keeping in contact with the person that you're supposed to be getting over, you're not doing yourself any favor. You're probably just playing yourself because maybe in your head, you're like, oh, well, we're still in contact. We still call each other. We're still texting each other. We're still there for each other, speaking from experience. And then you're going to start to think like, oh, well, maybe we can work it out again. Maybe we could do this maybe we can do that and that person may not have the same intentions as you so I would say 
you don't have to cut off your ex forever. Like you could be cool. You don't have to have any hard feelings. But right after a breakup, don't be in contact with your ex. It's not a good idea. I don't care how much of best friends you guys you think you are. You're not. Don't. Just don't be in contact with your ex. Next, I'm going to say give yourself a timeline. Obviously, there's no timeline on a heartbreak. Like you can't tell yourself when to just be okay. It doesn't work that way. But I would say just to kind of trick yourself, give yourself a a timeline like, okay, I'm in my bag now. I'm going to give myself a week to cry every single day, to to listen to the sad songs, to eat the ice cream, to do this, to do that, and then pull yourself together. You know what? Like, go out more, go out with your friends, go on a couple dates, you know, even though you may not be ready, do things that are fun with fun people. Like you don't want to be dwelling on your ex because he or she is probably out living their best life and you over here boo hoo hoo hoo. Like there's nothing wrong with the boo hoo hoo. Like you have to let it out. Yes. Like I said before, however, at a certain point, you got to get it together like you can't be crying forever you know what I mean so another way to deal with post breakup pain I would say is instead of asking why did this happen why didn't why didn't we work out why aren't we together why doesn't this person love me why didn't this person fight for me you know the questions that come when a relationship fails ask yourself instead change the narrative ask yourself what did I learn from this person what did I learn about myself from this relationship how was I in this relationship what type of partner was I what type of relationship was this think of it as a lesson when you when you think of things as a lesson it kind of well at least for me it kind of like tricks my mind into being less negative I'm not focused on the negative aspect but I'm focused on how can this benefit me how did this benefit me how can I take this information move on and become a better person and a better partner in my next relationship that's kind of like that kind of helped me a little bit when my ex and I first broke up a while ago. I was kind of like, okay, what am I learning from this? What can I learn from this? And that really helps. So try it. Just change the narrative. It doesn't always have to be like, well, why didn't we work out? Why is it life not fair? Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, just take a chill pill and just look at it from a different perspective. Look at it from a learning point instead of a negative point. Lastly, dealing with post-breakup pain, focus on yourself, boss up, glow up, take care of yourself, treat yourself, do your nails, do your makeup, do your hair, make sure you always look good. When you look good, you feel good. So yeah, you might be hurting because of the breakup, but trust me, if you, well, it doesn't always work, but sometimes like if you take care of yourself, like do some self-care, do get a massage, you know, take yourself to a spa, you'll feel a little bit better. So it's, it's kind of a temporary fix but it still works so focus on yourself glow up and stop thinking about your bum ass ex worry about yourself okay the second question is what made me want to start growing gardenias and start a podcast so originally i was thinking of doing a youtube channel however anyone who knows me knows how busted i look at home like I look crazy at home. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to do YouTube, I have to be cute on camera. But via podcasting, you don't have to be cute. Nobody knows what you look like. They're just listening to the sound of my voice. So I'm like, okay, I could look as busted up as I normally do at home because I like to be comfortable. I don't like to be cute at home. I'm just regular. And I could still do this. I could still record and I'll be okay. And also, I didn't want to really commit to um, like having to learn how to make videos and record and edit videos and do all that that stuff. I really I really didn't want to do that. Um, so that was that. And also, too, I felt like 
I have been through a lot and a lot of the things that I've been through, a lot of people have also been through the same things. And I just wanted to share the things that helped me deal with the stuff that I've been through. And I also feel like I have a lot to say. I feel like I speak facts. I feel like I'm kind of wise for my age. That's how I feel. That's my opinion about myself. You don't have to agree. But I just wanted to share like my thoughts and share and how I'm able to manage certain things, especially as a millennial. Um, we work, we go to school, we, we do a whole bunch of stuff. And who can we really go to? I I like, and also I want to be a clinical psychologist, like you guys know. So to me, this is kind of like practice because a lot of times after my episodes, people will hit me up, give me feedback or ask me more questions and we'll get into a discussion about whatever topic they hit me up about. So it's kind of like low key practice for me, you know, giving therapy or whatever. I'm not licensed. I'm not licensed. So take my advice at your own risk. But yeah, I just wanted to share my thoughts, share my ideas and just fill somebody's day with some positivity and just know like the things that you go through especially the hardships don't last forever and you can come out on top like I did like I continuously do or at least try to do and you're not alone most importantly like I wanted people to know that they are not alone in what they're going through because it's very easy to feel like you're alone when you're going through stuff and it's like no we are all going through the same thing we're all struggling we're we're all depressed we all have anxiety we all are dealing with our freaking intergenerational trauma like we're all in this together for real so that's pretty much why I wanted to start this podcast and yeah I'm going to continue to do so, continue to talk my talk or whatever. So, yeah. So question three says, how do you let go of a friendship when you guys have outgrown each other after a long time or even if their energy isn't something you want to be around anymore? That is another great question. Um, I would say be honest. Like honesty is, is key. If you're feeling like you no longer want to be around someone, you have the right to make that decision. You have the right to keep who you want to keep in your space. So if it's something or not something, if it's someone who you've had in your life for a while, but you just feel like, you know, you guys are no longer serving each other, have a conversation with that person. Just be like, Hey, this is where I'm at. I wish you no ill will. I wish you all the best. However, I don't want to continue this friendship or however, I don't think we should be in each other's lives you know and that's it just keep it a buck just be 100 because it's like it's better if you're honest versus trying to stay in something that you don't want to be in that's not fair to yourself and that's also not fair to the other person so as long as you're honest yes it's hard and trust me I'm speaking from experience I'm no longer friends with a person I was friends with for 13 years so I get it it's really hard but it's like If you know that you're at a point where you no longer want this person in your life or if their energy is not what you want to be around anymore, you have to do the favor to yourself. Like you can't be a disadvantage to yourself by keeping people around who don't need to be in your space or who you don't want to be in your space. So just be honest. The person obviously will probably feel some type of way, but at the end of the day, you're making the best decision for yourself. And God doesn't take away, or at least I believe, he replaces. <laughs> so you lose somebody, you got somebody better coming on the way. And that just is what it is. Like, then you'll obviously have to deal with the friendship breakup pr- pain because that pain hurts as well. But you know, at the end of the day, you made the right decision. So the last question, I thought it was five questions, but it's actually four. The last question is what made me want to be a psychologist? Now, 
for those of you who don't know me personally, I originally was not in school for psychology. I was pre-med and in my undergrad, I literally, I took a chemistry class and I was spending hundreds of dollars on tutors. I was in office hours. I was stalking my professor damn near. Um, I was doing study groups. I was like really trying and I still was not doing good. So I had to be real with myself. I'm like, okay, science is not my thing. Like chemistry, all that's that's not my thing. Like I'm not good at it. And I also kind of thought to myself, like the reason why I'm even pre-med is more so for my family and not for me. Like, I'm not doing this for me. I don't enjoy this. I don't enjoy this stress that's coming with it. I don't enjoy this. I'd rather be stressed about something I actually want to do. So in undergrad, I switched to psychology and it was a whole big issue. Like, oh, you're not going to make any money. You, Where are you going to do with psychology? Where are you going to go with psychology? Blah, 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 blah. Just all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I have faith in myself. I'll figure it out. Pre-med is not it. I'm like, you know what? I had to be real with myself. I'm like, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy listening. I enjoy, I guess you could call it counseling, but it's really not counseling because I'm not licensed. But I enjoy kind of helping people help themselves. I've been doing that since I was younger. Like my mom even told me that, like you always trying to help somebody. So I've been doing this and I just realized like, this is what I want to continue to do. I want to take it all the way. I want to make this a thing. I want to be a psychologist. So after some research, I was looking into the different types of psychology because psychology is so broad. There's so many things to do. So I was like, hmm, okay. I want to be a clinical psychologist because I want to work with the more serious mental disorders, especially within the black community, because I feel like we have a bunch of those. And me personally, when I had a therapist, she was white and I have nothing against white people. However, I felt like it was a waste of my time and money because certain things I had to explain to her, like certain cultural things, I would take time out of my session to have to explain to her just because she didn't understand. And also just as a black woman, I don't know what it was, but just something inside of me would not allow me to be vulnerable with this woman. She was such, she was a really nice woman. She was so nice. But no matter what I did each week, I would go in there and put on a brave face because I'm like, you are not going to see me vulnerable. You are not going to see me weak. I am a strong black woman woman yada 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 like I don't know what it was I had just like a mental block like I could not open up to her which was a waste of my money now I feel like if I had a black psychologist if I had a black therapist I'd be able to open up more because it's someone who looks like me which is why also I want to be in the field because I want more black people to get into therapy and to be comfortable enough to get into therapy and let's talk about these issues let's talk about our intergenerational trauma let's break these curses let's do the damn thing and I just feel like you, you, you're more comfortable with somebody that looks like you who probably has been through some of the things that you've been through, who can relate, who understands certain cultural things you wouldn't have to explain. So that's part of the reason also why I want to get into psychology. And also, um, um, one of my family members just kind of like snapped and lost his damn mind. And that also like really intrigued me because I'm like, yo, I wonder what happened to him that made him do this. Like, I wonder what is going on in your head. What are you suffering with? What demons are you battling that you have to be this person, this monster? And so I kind of always like to figure people out. And that's really what intrigued me with psychology. And so I decided to get my master's in psychology. And within that program, I learned more about specific disorders. I learned about different treatments. And it's just more interesting. It's just intriguing me more. The next step for me, obviously, is going to be a PhD because I want to be a licensed clinical psychologist. 
And I'm not too keen on the research aspect of it, but it is important. It is a factor, but I'm more so interested in the clinical work and actually treating these disorders. Specifically, I'm interested in PTSD. I'm very interested in trauma. I don't know why. I just am. I just feel like everyone has been through some type of traumatic event and it really manifests in adulthood and it really manifests um, in how you are, how your personality is, what type of person you are, what type of adult you are. Like, And I just think that's really interesting. And I think a lot of times these traumas go untreated and they just continue, hence intergenerational trauma. And I am trying to break these cycles. I feel like I was put on this earth to break these cycles and I will. So that's pretty much why I wanted to get into psychology. I'm still learning every day. I literally, I'm such a nerd. Every psych student has a DSM-5. And so like I'm always reading up on new disorders and just kind of keeping myself up to date, especially since I just graduated. I'm like, I don't want to forget anything. So Yeah, that's pretty much why I wanted to go into psychology. It's just really interesting to me. And I really just want to help people help themselves. That's like the cliche answer, but that is what it is. So anyways, that is all I have for you guys today. It was four questions. Um, Let me know how you guys like this. This is a first time thing. Let me know if you're feeling this. Let me know if you're not feeling this. You know, I love feedback. Send me more questions so it could get juicy or whatever. Because as you guys know, I'm super transparent. So, you know, just, yeah, like send me questions and let's do this whole ass knee thing. I kind of liked it, but again, it's not really about me. (laughs) It's about what you guys like. So please let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel about this. And yeah, thank you for listening. Have a blessed night. Gardenia blessings to each of you and I will talk to you next week. Later.